is girls. Life is girls. Life is girls. Life is girls. We have a lot to say and we hope you're listening. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Life as Girls. I'm your host, Aubrey. Today, I'm here with Lily, who I've known since elementary school. We go to the same school, and we're both in Girl Scouts together. Uh, We will be talking about her experience with ADHD and how it's affected her over the years. Lily, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Of course. So I really want to just like get into this and talk about like when you got diagnosed and like how would you define ADHD in your own words and what does it like mean to you? So I got diagnosed with inattentive ADHD when I was seven years old in second grade. And for me, ADHD just means that um, my attention is kind of all over the place and it's really hard for me to start tasks and then to maintain um, focus on those tasks. Right, right. And I think for anybody who's also like similarly been diagnosed or doesn't know about it at all, it's important to know, like, it kind of looks different on everybody, right? Yes. Like, you're saying you have, like, an attentive yeah, type? Yeah, for me, it's more focus okay. problems, but for other people, they can be hyperactive or both. There's combined type, so right. Okay. it's different for everyone. Yes, exactly. But as long as I've known you, like, you've been treating it using medication, Yes. right? And I know that not everyone uses that or uses medication, but for you, it's been like really helpful from what you're telling me. So like, when did you start taking it and kind of like, how has it helped you? How has it also been like negative to kind of talk about that? I started medication when I got diagnosed, I think. Yeah. Um, so kind of for as long as I can remember, I've always been medicated, at least during the school week. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, it's been the most helpful thing of anything. Good. I'm good. There's a lot of ways that I'm so non-functional when I'm not <laughs> medicated. It's um, kind of crazy how much of a difference it can make. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so overall, I've had a pretty good experience with medications. Yeah, that's great. Um, but there have been certain problems. Sometimes it stops working right. for periods of time and I have to switch medications or dosages. And then Right, okay. It's also been a problem with side effects there's a lot of side effects to meds and the one that I experienced the most is um a decrease in appetite so I haven't eaten lunch consistently since second grade wow maybe third grade which is definitely not a great thing exactly yeah and so like when you're going through kind of the ups and downs of taking meds like besides just taking medications I know it can be like helpful to do like other other things um is there like something specifically that like you know has been known to help ADHD or is there like like non-medication aids that can help you said something about like being active like definitely I've noticed that when I'm consistently exercising even not intensive exercise like even if it's just going on a walk every Mm. once in a while it makes a big difference in my ability to like focus and yeah. like just in my mood right. it's um diet and exercise they don't change as much as medication but they definitely help a lot in um just making it easier to manage right I and I just think that's really important for you like just to know that there's other like aids and kind of yeah. on that topic like taking medication though I know it's super helpful to helpful to you is not like a cure we were talking about that it's not a cure it's 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 a it's a help 
Right. But it's not a fix. And it's, yeah, like it's not a long-term solution. And what you were saying is like, it's kind of just going up and down. So you kind of have to like reevaluate it every once in a while. Yeah. And medication isn't for everyone. Yeah. Because the side effects are, can be really a lot. Yes. So you're kind of just kind of like a balance. Yes. Juggle. Yes, totally. And over the years, we've also talked about like ADHD impacting your school life and like your school experience. So how would you say it's like progressed over the years for you? Like we can really go anywhere, but from elementary school to high school. Um, I know you were talking about like elementary school. It was much a different experience than high school. So let's start there. Like elementary school, kind of what what was it like being diagnosed? But like, did it affect you? Yeah. Well, in elementary school, we didn't have a lot of assignments. So right. it wasn't as impactful. Yes. Totally. Um, it, it was there, but you can, I could more tell with like things like, I wouldn't finish my writing assignments in class. Yeah. And so as a first grader, I would have to, the rest of the class would move on and I would have to go sit in the like outside area and finish my journal entries or whatever. Yes, okay. um, so that was kind of the main part. It impacted my ability to do my schoolwork. But other than that, right. I didn't really see an impact. Right. Okay. And then like, as you go from like elementary school to middle school, I know that there's like aids that the school there's things on the school's end that they can do so is there like any kind of anything you did or anything the school did to help you with your ADHD as you were like kind of going from elementary school to high school yeah I got a a 504 plan and accommodations um so I always I would get extra time on assignments I would be able to turn them in a class period late for no penalty which was Definitely well utilized by me. Good. Okay. Um, yeah. And very helpful. Um, in middle school, I still wasn't quite needing as much accommodation. The workload wasn't huge, for me at least. And I was able to get a lot done in class. I kind of yeah. turned it into a game. How much work can I get done before everyone else in class? Yeah, that's cool. No, I like that you're like, kind of testing what works for you yeah and I think that turning it into a a kind of game is definitely has been one of the most effective ways for me too great and I know like I remember from when we were in middle school together everyone's just like Lily's so smart (laughs) she's like getting it done so fast so I'm sure that was like validating that it definitely was it was like oh it's working yes yes you're like I'm better than you. I'm getting my work done and everyone thinks I'm cool for it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then we go to like high school and I have to say like, I do think we should talk about the fact that our freshman year, it was COVID year. And so we were at, we did online school. It was very weird of a freshman year. It was not a normal experience. Definitely. And I think a lot of kids, it's like a struggle to be online. And I'm sure everyone's like, yeah, we don't have to go to school. But on the other end of that, it's so hard to motivate yourself. I know a lot of people who really didn't do well at all. Struggled. Yes. But for you, it was quite different. I always feel kind of bad about saying it because it was a horrible time, but it was the best year of my life (laughs) in terms of school. Yeah. Um, I was able to to get my work done like I've never have before yeah I was getting really great grades on everything I was in the top 10 percent for like the only time ever it was really just incredible and I felt like a lot of the parts of school that um caused me to not be able to succeed as much weren't really happening anymore and I was able to have more control over my own 
schedule and like everything. Yeah. And I think that's like just so helpful to know that like at least during online school, you could kind of like bend your schedule to be what you wanted. Yeah. And so you were just like excelling because you had all of that. And like me too, I loved, I loved kind of having my own schedule. Yeah. It was also great for us, like socially. It was wonderful socially. We found ways to be with our friends, um, even though we couldn't be like close in person you're right we found ways to meet up in person yeah which i'm really proud of us for we did a great job i'm so proud of us for and we were like being more active like we went on bike rides we went on bike rides every day yeah because you can't get closer than six feet when you're on a bike right (laughs) running each other over and i think like we accidentally like stumbled onto like a routine that worked so well for us yeah and like 8 a.m bike ride breakfast Everyone goes home. You do work. It was great. Yes. Yes. And then I think we kind of going from there, like it was just such a rough transition to go to the rest of our years of high school. Yeah. Yeah. Because you went from having so much control over your schedule, kind of being able to mold your day into whatever you needed it to be. Like if I had an English paper, I could, I could kind of push all my other classes to the back, turn off my camera and work on my English paper all day. Exactly, exactly. Um, But when we went back to normal school, like, you can't be working on an essay in math class. That's not acceptable. So yes, it was definitely a big adjustment. Right. And like, to get back on, like, I know having ADHD can like hurt your motivation. It can hurt like, you're just like attention. So like, we went from having this schedule that's anything that you want it to be mm-hmm. to going like back in person did you notice like a shift in your ADHD being like better or worse I definitely felt the effects of my ADHD a lot more I think part of that was probably that I wasn't I wasn't exercising as much or anything right. okay. so that was probably not great but also just my I wasn't able to use my day as well as I needed to right because I wasn't in control of my own schedule Exactly. Yeah. And we talked about like senior year hitting and it, this is not strictly to do with ADHD at all. It's mm-hmm. talking about like senior year in general for everybody. Senior is hard. It's Especially very hard. Especially the follow senior year. Yes. And just like little things we mentioned was like doing college applications yes. and you're in the IB program at our school and that's mm-hmm. its own like very, very rigorous activity to be involved in it's like so much work and so that also like I think affects your motivation too so talk about that and like how your course load was just very very different this year well I've always liked to take the hardest classes possible I think I get a lot of validation out of knowing that I can do hard things the hard yeah I can do hard things like I can overcome those challenges like maybe physics is really hard but I did it I passed like yeah so that's really validating for me and so I always choose the hardest path which you know sometimes doesn't lead to the results (laughs) I want but um just to put it out there yeah (laughs) yeah but I would say that with IB There's a lot of assignments where they're really big and they're due at some point in the future. Right. right. So time management is definitely really important. And um, IB students at our school have a tendency to put things off until the last minute, turn in late work. (laughs) And the teachers kind of put up with it. 
which is fine. It's definitely good. I'd rather them have be forgiving than, you know, really crack down on us at all times. But yeah. it's also really hard because it's like the due dates aren't real. There's so no true. actual consequence for putting things off. And so it kind of enables everyone to just leave things until the end of the grading period. Yes. And then it's just not good for anybody. And then like for you, I know just because I have known you for so long, like motivation is something that like for, just something you, I know you struggle with and like that Definitely. can be like really hard. And so with like the way that the IB program structured, I'm sure it's not helping at all. No. With your sense, you're like, what's the point? Like, why am yeah. I even doing all this? And a lot of the classes are more um, based in discussion and stuff. And so the teachers will will know that you're capable of the material because you're engaging in class discussions. Right. Which is really good. It means that they're able to give you a more a grade based on what you can do instead of just what you're turning in because they know you as a person more. Right. But I've noticed that it's kind of killed my motivation because I'll turn in something that's only maybe 75% done and it's two weeks late. So I shouldn't be getting a good grade on this, but something is better than nothing. Right. And the teacher will give me like an 80 and I'm like, yay. Thank but you. Also, <laughs> like I needed that grade. Thank you so much. Like, I'm not going to complain about that, but why am I trying this hard? You know? Yes, exactly. And that being said, like we were talking about just right now talking about the grades, but kind of in general, when you're turning in, like you're using your accommodations, but that can only help you so much. Like yeah. how really at least in your senior year, have you seen it affect your grades? Um, I've seen my grades drop far past the point where I'd like them to be. Yeah, I think that the accommodations are really helpful because I do need that extra day, but they can also be kind of harmful because, you know, I have an extra day on this assignment, but my other assignments don't wait an extra day to be assigned. So now right. I just have like double the work it's like piling up and on you and it piles up and it piles yeah. up and it piles up and then at some point there is no extra days right. left in the grading period like regardless of you know what I need the grading period doesn't really care the school can't change that and so yeah. you just have to get it all done and so I'll end up with like half of a class to do in one night and it's just it's no good yeah and knowing that like like we talked about earlier, meds can only help you so much. Like what, yes. when you get to that point where you're just like very overwhelmed and this work is piling up, like what are just things that you've used personally that have helped you kind of get through that and helped support you while you're like kind of going through this like huge workload? There's a couple things. One thing, rewards. Ooh, I've learned yeah. that rewarding yourself for even just little steps, like sometimes I'll have math to do. Mm -hmm. And after every like, I'll break up my problems into sets of like three and I'll be like, after every three problems, I get to have a Jolly Rancher, like yeah, a okay, piece of candy yeah. just to make it more tolerable Yeah, is life changing. Reward, reward, reward yourself for everything. Um, but also relying on my friends. That's has a great been one. So impactful. Yeah, I think that's great because I think it, we were also talking about this relying on your parents just feels like an option you don't want to go to. No, and it, it yeah. doesn't feel as you feel like you're getting pushed rather than like pushing yourself. Yeah, with your it doesn't feel yeah. like, oh, you know, they're just trying to help you. It feels like they're telling me what I need to do and I know what I need to do and they're yes. nagging me now. And it's not 
it's not what you're hoping it would be. No. Yeah. Same with teachers. Like, yeah, it feels that authority figure type role. Like it feels like they're, it's also more like something. almost embarrassing in a way for yeah. like your teachers to be like, your assignment is not in. Where is it? And you're like, I'm sorry. I know. Yeah. You know what? I can only do my best. I know. Yeah. But I think for you having friends, having friends has been life changing. I have one friend who I had this huge essay due and she throughout the night every few hours would Snapchat me and be like, are you working on your assignment? Yeah. And, you know, having someone to keep me accountable was definitely, but that I didn't resent them for keeping yeah. me accountable <laughs> was definitely really helpful. Yeah, that's great. Oh, that's so good to hear. Because I think like that can apply to anybody too. Yeah. Just like the importance Learn of- Learn to rely on your friends. Like, yeah, there's a time and place to be like, embarrassed and like keeping your struggles to yourself but if you can find even just one person who you're okay with being like I'm really struggling right now like I'm not proud of it but here's what's actually happening yeah they'll help you and they can actually be so helpful yeah it's not like something you have to be so true you don't have to be embarrassed by that or like feel like you're being a burden either because they're they're wanting to help you and chances are you're gonna help each other i know i would do that for any of my friends too if they were like i need you to text me every two hours and be like what are you doing yeah are you working on your essay i would do that no problem yes yes So. so true so like beyond just like these little like strategies i think another important thing with just like being diagnosed but also in general is having like the right mindset so mm-hmm. like we've just talked about taking things step by step is that something mm-hmm. that like that applies to you with yes. the, having adhd that you just like have to like take things one at a time or celebrate the little things definitely because i think that if you don't work on it step by step tasks are a lot more daunting yeah like thinking oh my gosh I have to write a 4,000 word essay is, is insane scary like it's so true I will never start working on that but if I go okay I have five I don't know if this is a math but I have five 800 word essays that's not too bad 400 words I can do that in 20 minutes half an hour yeah like no problem and so breaking it up into smaller tasks and then like giving yourself a little reward for every smaller task is so helpful and then also sometimes assignments don't get completely done right but turning in something is a hundred times better than having a zero like exactly something is better than nothing always and it'll show your teachers that you're also putting in effort and so So i think being able to celebrate the little things even a half done assignment is something to celebrate yeah so true and what i love like just by having this conversation is you always look at it so positively Mm. and that's really important as well because I know it can like I don't even understand kind of what's going through your brain and like how this is impacting you because it's just I mean I we have very different experiences but I just love that it's always something that you're like yes I'm working through it and you have like this reward system it's all very very positive I can imagine there's also like the negative sides to it but I just like love how I try to keep it positive because yeah it's not going to go away. So right. if I start looking at it really negatively, that's not going to be great for my mindset forever. And right. I also think it's helped me to be more supportive of a friend. Yeah, so true. I just, yeah. I yeah, I love that. And I love what you're saying. Like, this is never going away. It's not going away. You're it's just, it's, it's a lifelong problem, but it's something that 
I mean, people can manage it. People have managed it. Yeah. And it looks different for everybody, like we said, but that kind of brings us to our next point. We're, we're seniors in high school. We're about to go to college. I know you already have like, you know where you're going. Like this next chapter is kind of starting whether we want it to or not. Yes. But, um, going into college, like, how do you think managing your ADHD is going to change? Like, how do you think your, do you think your life's going to shift? Like, how are you kind of preparing for that? It's definitely going to change. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly how, but I know that I'll probably be able to manage it because, you know, I've done a lot of changes in my schooling styles in the past, especially with that added experience of having to transition from middle school to COVID school to To real high high school. school. So true. Yeah. I'm... I've seen myself have the ability to adapt to new environments and stuff. And so yeah. I think that, you know, it's, things are always going to change, but just having the ability to adapt, adapt, adapt yeah. is so important. And it's something that I know I can do. Yeah. That's like such perfect, like closing wisdom. Yeah. I think everyone can bargain from that. Like that, just knowing that, Everything's going to change, but it's not necessarily a bad thing. We're going to get through it. Yeah. We're going to have to change no matter what. It's happening. But we're, like, really excited, too. We're so excited to go to college. I'm very excited. I think it's going to yeah. be a great time. Oh, yeah. I, I know for a fact. Well, thank you so much for, for being here and talking with me today. Thanks for having me. Of course. And thank you all for listening to today's episode of Life as Girls. We'll see you next time. If you enjoyed this episode of Life as Girls, be sure to write a review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And a big thank you to our sponsor, the Girl Scouts of Central Texas. You can learn more about them at www.gsctx.org. If you are interested in sponsoring this podcast, or if you have a topic you'd like for us to talk about, email us at communications at gsctx.org. See you next time.